Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It is October 3rd. No, October. Is it 3rd or 4th? I don't even know. I think it's October 3rd. Mine is Morgan Colby. I got Rick. third. I had to check. <laughs> Rick Lemon right across from me. What's up? I don't even know what day it is anymore. It, I mean, you all know, the days are melding together. At it this doesn't point. matter if you know the day or not. What matters is is there football on today? We were about to enter the greatest sports month of the year. Yeah. So I'm pretty lit about that. Um, or actually, we're 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 in it now. I guess October third. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome. Uh, this on this episode of the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast, we break down Week Five and discuss our favorite starts and sits for the week. Before we get into that, we're going to talk about the news. But first, be sure to do the following: like us on Twitter at the FF Champs, on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions, Facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions, all those places. Follow us on social media. Subscribe wherever you listen: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play. Click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. Let's get right into the news. The Bengals uh, placed wide receiver John Ross, who got hurt on Monday night, on injured reserve today. Every year in his career, he's been on IR. GG. Pretty much. I think, actually, yeah, every year of his career, he's been on IR. Who's the other wide receiver? Tyler Boyd. (laughs) No, no, we know Tyler Boyd. Oh, is it Tate? Uh, is it Auden Tate? I think so. Yeah. I want to say that's his first Um, I'm not going to tell you to go out and pick up Austin Tate. Yeah, I'm not. I guarantee you. Does AJ Green's value go back up? I think it already was up. I think it was kind of like down. if he comes if he comes back when he comes. Hopefully, he comes yeah. back uh, Ty- <laughs> for all you AJ Green owners. Uh, we'll get to some practice news. Tyrell Williams did not practice today um, for the Oakland Raiders. So keep an eye on that situation as the uh, or on Wednesday I should say uh, as the week goes along. Deshaun Jackson abdomen has still remained sideline this week. Uh, Sam Darnold did return to practice, but he cannot play until his spleen shrinks. Yikes. So there's that. Uh, no matter how good Sam Darnold feels, I guess uh, this today was the first day he felt okay running. So there's that. Um, Saquon Barkley. I saw a video of Barkley literally doing they, they said oh he was jogging he was full out sprinting and doing jump cuts up the field so <laughs> uh they said he might play he's not been cleared for contact yet um but he might play week six against the patriots on wow. thursday night football if, if he, he comes back that fast is that a is that a good thing or a bad thing i would be freaking nervous. i mean if the giants keep winning it's not terrible barkley is just a different animal dude He's yeah. ridiculous. Or he comes back too soon, freaking yeah. rips his. I I wouldn't want him to come yeah. back. I, I would say wait until more specifically because the you know, Saquon Barkley owner in one of my leagues I face in like three weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Singletary made it back to pra- practice in a limited fashion on Wednesday. Um, he's still dealing with a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad he didn't play against the Pats this week. <laughs> yeah, that would have been suicide. Yeah, uh, T.Y. Hilton quad remained sideline. At Wednesday's practice, so uh, Hilton is obviously becoming a little bit more of a concern. Hilton is always hurt. Yeah, it's just how it is. Uh, when asked about the Redskins' plan, this was hilarious. When asked about the Redskins' plan for quarterback in Week Five against the Patriots, 
Coach Jay Gruden replied, we don't have one. <laughs> so are you going to play a quarterback, or are we just going to have... They're going to call P- Uncle Rico. It, yeah. <laughs> Stop. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to respond to that. You don't think they should play on Carrico? <laughs> I think they should play somebody. If they have to call Uncle Rico and play him for one game. I don't understand what they're doing right now, but uh, I guess giving nothing to the Patriots is what they're doing. Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Tyreek Hill returned to practice on Wednesday. He is coming back strategy. faster than expected as well. Um, I wouldn't rush it because he did break a bone, so... There's that. Yeah. But uh, Damian Williams' knee also returned to practice for the Chiefs. So uh, both Tyreek Hill and Damian Williams are back. Um, if you, this, if you, I just want to give a little advice right now. If you have an opportunity to buy Tyreek Hill now before he comes back, do it. Because the second he comes back, he's going to be unviable from the owner who has them. He'll be like, oh, I can't trade him now. can't trade him now. <laughs> yeah. Go out and buy Tyreek Hill. I don't know if anyone's <clears throat> still selling him, though. No, probably not. Um, Coach Cliff Kingsbury said Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins. It's because I was talking about that dig news we'll get to later. Yeah, you're, um, that you're sweating about. Christian Kirk uh, has an ankle injury. He is unlikely to p- play week five against the Bengals. Um, so keep an eye on that situation. Devontae Adams and Jamal Williams both remain sidelined at Wednesday's practice. Um, I don't think Jamal Williams is going to play this week or probably next week, but Adams yeah. might play this week, so keep an eye on Adams. Not that you have Jamal Williams in your lineup. <laughs> or are you plan on having I mean, him? I mean, <laughs> might. Probably not a good idea. Patriots kicker Steven Goskowski placed on injury reserve. I guess he had to get Dang a hip it, dude. Surgery. I have to get a new kicker. <laughs> this is like the first time, I think, on this podcast that we've ever talked about kickers. Yeah. It probably um, would be the last. The only thing I would say is if you have the opportunity, go pick up uh, the Patriots replacement kicker. Goskowski's always a top five option at kicker, so... That's, hey, if that's you want fair. to do that, then do that. Probably. Uh, Terry McLaren also returned to practice Wednesday. So he's uh, safe to play if you want to this week. Um, against New England? Probably not. No. And then the final piece of moves we have is Stefan Diggs. He didn't practice on Wednesday. Uh, I guess it was the injury earlier today was undisclosed. So people were like, oh, what's the injury? What's going on with him? Yeah. And then, then on the injury report, it said for non-injury related reasons, I guess Stefan Diggs was angry after the, or during, during and after the game on Sunday, just because of how that offense, similar to Adam Thielen was angry because of how yes. that offense passes the football. So, uh, and then in, in, uh, there's a lot of rumors of trades floating around the Twitter sphere. <laughs> For Stefan Diggs, nothing is confirmed. We don't even know if he wants a trade. But if the Vikings do trade him, I will be lit. Yes. I'll be very happy. Jump out the window. Because uh, you own Stefan Diggs in your fantasy league. Yes, I do. I so And do. honestly, if you own Diggs, you better hope he gets traded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing's getting better. I would say that. I mean, not that Thielen's going to get traded, but Thielen's going to get traded, but. I would think the same about him. Oh, yeah. That yeah. passing offense is just so bad. Um, but keep an eye on that situation. I don't honestly think it'll end in a trade, but you got to keep a keep an eye out for the warning shots. I mean, it might. Honestly, it might the way it's going right now. Um, I think that's all we got for the news. 
Is that all we got? Yeah, dude. Does that mean we can talk some football? Yeah, let's let's talk let's talk football and not injuries. <laughs> let's do it, Dan. <laughs> would you just would you just change the new segment to the injury segment because that's, that's all it ever is. Yeah, that's all it ever is at this point. Um, let's go over some week five matchups. Um, we're gonna break down each position, talk about guys you should start, talk about guys you should sit based on matchup, um, and give you some options. Maybe if you're in a league and you desperately need a flex and you don't have one. Mm. I eat myself. That is uh, and me this week. <laughs> He's like and me too this week. Uh, so let's start with the Cardinals at the Bengals at one o'clock on Sunday. Um, it is a forty-seven point five over under for the game. Uh, we're gonna start with the quarterbacks: Kyler Murray against Cincinnati and uh, Cincinnati's defense, and Andy Dalton versus Arizona's defense. Mm. Um, Dalton had a putrid game. Brutal. On Monday Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers, it was bad. It was like you thought that might be a good game for him, but yeah. he had a he had a terrible game. Um, despite that, this is a good matchup for Andy Dalton. It is, yeah. And I would say a guy who's thrown you know eleven hundred yards <clears throat> in the first four weeks of the season is probably a guy you should get in your lineup. Um, I think I think he's a great streaming option for this week against the Cardinals. Yeah, he is going to be one of those guys that goes that just flies under the radar. Yeah, and uh, you'll probably see twenty five points from him. Uh, he always yeah, poops his a little much, he <laughs> he always poops his pants on um, night games. No, it's true. And the Steelers, like you watch the game, right? Yeah, unfortunately, the whole thing. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his offensive line did not help. Oh, they They got they are terrible, Humbled. but it's also the Steelers front front seven was pretty good. The Cardinals don't have. They ain't played like that all year though. No, it's true, but they do have the talent. Yeah, um, like T.J. Watt, and I think it, who's the rookie that they have with Bush, Devin, Devin Bush. Bush yeah, yeah. So he's pretty talented too. So they have guys up there. Yeah. The Cardinals aren't really that talented. No, no, no. They're they're probably not gonna not be at this point. So I think Andy Dalton at home. It'll be a little different. This too. also made how many games was um, the cornerback suspended? I want to say Arizona six. Cardinals. I'm going to look at six. Because I keep sure bringing him up every week, yes, and we still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. Um, and then I'll just talk about Kyler Murray real quick. Um, Murray against the Bengals is also a good start this week. Uh, if if Kyler Murray happens to be, I know there's there are teams, and I don't I don't know how long this is going to last, but there are still teams that like own him. It is six games. It is six games. Yes. Okay. Um, so for Kyler Murray, I think a lot of teams do own him, but check your waiver is, wire. Yeah. See if Kyler Murray is available because if he is, you know, he's a guy that you could probably get in your I'm lineup. Starting Kyler Murray this week. Yeah, I would too. I think he's a good streaming option, but um, I guess we'll see. Uh, as far as the running backs are concerned, David Johnson, Joe Mixon. Uh, David Johnson is obviously a must start. Yeah. Uh, get him in your lineups. He has been not very good. Rushing yards wise, yeah, he has 173 rushing yards and one touchdown on 47 attempts. I am pulling up the yards per carry, but it's 3.6. So David Johnson has not improved at all from last last season running the football. Basically, the only thing David Johnson has done well so far this year is catch the football. Which, if you're a fantasy owner, that's all you care about. And against Cincinnati, (laughs) uh, well, what is it? 47 and a half point over under, yeah. I would be concerned. Um, so start David Johnson. Joe Mixon, do you think you should start him this week? I'll, I'll talk about that a little later. Okay, all right. Uh, Tyler Boyd, wide receiver, 
for the Cincinnati Bengals, you also got Auden Tate, who we brought up before yes. the show, um, Larry Fitzgerald, and Christian Kirk. So the Christian Kirk news is concerning. I would keep an eye on Christian Kirk as the week goes He's along. Probably not going to play. Does that mean Fitzgerald is like a must start? Yeah, Fitzgerald's a must start. I would say if, if you have Fitzgerald, start him. If you have Kirk, start him against Cincinnati. Kirk's um, probably not going to play, though. I don't think Kirk's, Kirk's not going to play. So that makes Larry Fitzgerald even more yeah, of a must start. I agree, yeah. Um, and then for Cincinnati... With John Ross out and Auden Tate basically coming in and stepping into that John Ross role, yeah, is he somebody that you you look to as at least like uh, an option to pick up before the game and maybe, but see what I, happens. I think at this point, when AJ Green comes back, it'll pretty much just be AJ Green and Tyler Boyd. Yeah, they said not until after week six, so you might have two good weeks of Auden Tate. I mean, if you want to, if you need, like, if you really, 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 yeah. really, really desperate against Arizona. Yeah, yes. I, I don't even know but, if I would do that. But I, yeah, if, unless you're in like an extremely deep league, right? That's what I was thinking. Like bench, a 14 yeah. team league. He's like a low, low, low end wide receiver th- flex. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and then Tyler Boyd, I think, is a must start against Arizona. <sighs> even though he burned um, everybody last yeah, week. Yeah, even though he burned everyone last week. So I would start them. And then Eifert against Arizona. Now, normally I wouldn't put any like stock on Tyler Eifert and say no. Yeah, but. Arizona has given up an average of 20-plus points a game to tight ends. Ew. Do you think this is something that Cincinnati might target you know what? in this game? Maybe. Especially with John Ross out, I think Tyler Eifert is a start. It makes me so nervous because it's like the first tight end that we're seeing that really doesn't get targeted that much. Yeah. <sighs> I know. He's still touched. He'll probably be touchdown dependent still. But I think... 20 if you, fantasy points a game. Like, if you need... Ridiculous. A tight end this week, and Tyler Eifert's available? Yeah. I'd probably go with him, honestly, as a yeah. streaming tight end. Yeah, option. if you don't have any other options. I'll yeah, of probably, course, if you already have a good tight end, then I probably, start that guy. But um, I'm just going to look really fast before we move on to the next one where, um, for the week, the Fantasy Pros ECR has him in terms of Because there's like for the week. there's about seven or eight. Tyler Eifert is ranked number 12. Okay. So... That's not bad for stream though. Yeah, I would I would probably like so let me go over the eleven guys in front of him according to this. Obviously you would start him over Kelsey, Ingram, Ertz, Kittle, Mark you Andrews. You wouldn't start him over you, you would. <laughs> um Waller, I would say Greg Olson, Austin Hooper, probably, Disley, and then the question marks would be Delaney Walker and Eric Ebron. I would probably go with Eifert over Ebron. And I would go Eifert over Delaney Walker, he's playing Buffalo. Yeah, I would. Too. I might even go. I might even go Eifert over Austin Hooper against Houston. Uh, probably not that one. But I would. I would do. Yeah. I would do Delaney Walker and uh, who was the other guy you said? It was Walk Delaney Walker and I don't remember. Flip. <laughs> I went. I went that fast right out of my mind. Uh, Eric Ebron. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that well, that's why because you hate Eric Ebron. That's true. Um. Let's move on to the next game. Falcons at Texans, 1 o'clock, 48.5 point over under. So there are some points to be scored in this game. Yep. Um, The Falcons' offense has been relatively Eh. meh. Uh, But Matt Ryan is on pace for like 5,500 yards passing. That's what Um, he does. He's thrown a lot of picks this year, but against Houston, does he make you nervous? Oh, big time. Big time. Houston has been actually pretty solid defensively this year. Yeah. Um, but I'm still 
probably starting Matt okay. Ryan this week. I might sit him depending on what you can do. Like, like he's going to be a, like around. I think he's the streamer, be 10. the streamer guys that come to mind, like uh, guys we talked about. I would start Jacoby Brissett this on, week over Matt Ryan. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Jacoby yeah. Brissett, guys like Andy Dalton, maybe yeah. like the Kyler Murrays of the world. I would start Kyler Murray, um, Andy Dalton. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't I start Andy Dalton over Matt Ryan. Either, yeah, but so I guess that. Okay. <laughs> I would probably start Kyler Murray and Brissett over Matt Ryan, though, this week. And then uh, Deshaun Watson is a must start. Stick with him. Yeah. He's up against Atlanta this week, too. Yeah. And so it should going be. Going by the trends of good week, bad week, good week, bad week. He had a bad week last week, so. Who, uh, Houston's at home. <laughs> yep. Could, could we'll be a good see. game for Deshaun Watson. Um, we have Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson from Houston. At this point, is it is it time to shut down the Houston running backs yes. for your fantasy team? Yes. I would say yes. Uh, a lot of people still own Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. And they're if still you're going to own play. one of them, it's probably Hyde. You won't me. believe the amount of questions we get on our, Dude, on our once Twitter again, about Carlos Hyde Duke Johnson, Duke Johnson. Uh, was had another touchdown in his hands. And he and dropped it. Was, it. it was, no, it was picked off. Like someone jumped in front of him and picked it off. Yeah. So that's like the third time this year he could have had a touchdown. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, and then Devonta Freeman has been an interesting situation. He has 47 rushing attempts, zero touchdowns, 157 yards. He's averaging like 3.7 yards a carry. Yeah. He's been really bad. Um, is he somebody that you are not going to start against Houston? Houston has been mediocre against the run so far this year. They've been better than they have in the past. I, but they're if still I have great. better options, I'm probably not starting Devonta Freeman. He is becoming he's becoming a player to me at this point. You almost can't you can't start until he shows until he shows that he's, again. Yeah, right. And I, I don't know that that's going to happen against Houston. It's an extremely tough performance. So I would say sit free. Also in Houston too. It's like yeah, that's tough. Um, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Jones is obviously a must start against Houston. I would sit Calvin Ridley this week against the Houston uh, against Houston just because of how effective their defense can be yeah um he hasn't looked he's he looks exactly the same i think somebody <laughs> paced out his numbers calvin ridley's numbers this year and then compared them to last year yeah. and it's basically identical this i feel like there's just too many weapons like sanu right now leads like the team f- in catches oh if, sorry it's hooper it's hooper sanu jones calvin ridley if Cal, if if well, that's weird i know it is <laughs> I weird talk about that. uh but Julio Jones, I think, if he was to go down, Calvin Ridley would right. Yeah, that is true. Get a giant, obviously, get a giant value bump. But he'll probably. My point is, he'll probably see more consistency. Yeah. In terms of his fantasy production, but right now he's just not a guy you can get in your lineup unless you have a desperate need for a wide receiver. Correct. Um, and then for DeAndre Hopkins, he's been struggling. I wouldn't be concerned about him. Still got to start, especially against Atlanta. Yeah. Start him. He's probably going to have a a DeAndre Hopkins week with. 14 targets right um and then will fuller and kenny stills are guys i wouldn't even go near uh austin hooper would you start him this week i think we talk about Um, him a little bit later but would you start him this week against houston i think you would probably have to start him but i don't think he's gonna have as good of a week as he's been having last few right so but i would still start him okay uh buccaneers at saints 47 point over under Jameis Winston, Jameis the famous Winston, I love you. Oh gosh! Finally comes back mm-hmm. and uh, absolutely steals my heart back. I drafted him and then he ripped my soul out and had a bad game and I dropped him at one. 
Uh, don't worry, Jameis. You're back on my team, and I'm not concerned about it. But the last three weeks, the guy has been he's been very insane. good. Um, against New Orleans. Now the thing in that, New Orleans in New Orleans, the thing that has a lot of people concerned is that last week, who did New Orleans play? I'm blanking. Your Cowboys. My Cowboys. Dak Prescott. They faced Dak Prescott. Dak, Dak Prescott had seven fantasy points. Yep. In the past three games before that, New Orleans had given up the most fantasy right. points. But I've told you that that was kind of inflated. To the point. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about Dak Prescott's performances. I'm talking about no, no, I know. New like, Orleans giving that up. Russell, like Russell Wilson torched, quote-unquote, torched the Saints' defense so, because he scored two trash-time touchdowns. This is, what, this is what I'll tell you. Coming into last week, they had the number. They had given up the number one most fantasy points. They have a good defense. Two, two quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Jameis, I mean, uh, Dak Prescott goes in, gets seven fantasy points, and leaves. You know where they are at right now? It's thirty-one. Number two. Yeah, I saw that. Wait, number two in the league, or the number two most. So that means they were so they gave up so many oh, fantasy wow. points to okay. quarterbacks that. Even a seven-point game. But, I mean, let's go through their games really quickly because I, I just I think this that's a super inflated stat because the Saints do, defense is. Legit. I'm starting Jameis. I don't know about you. Are you actually? I might. I'm not. See, I would start Jameis Winston this week. No, sir. I don't understand why. <laughs> this is what my point. Well, are you are you starting Jameis Winston? <clears throat> Who did they play first? They played the Cowboys. Yep. Dak Prescott. Obviously, they stopped. But the first three weeks, Russell Wilson's trash time. They played time. Russell Wilson's trash time where he torched them in trash. Yeah. He's, literally, there was a tech, uh, they scored a touchdown with zero sec time left on the clock. Yeah, right. Um, Deshaun Watson in week one when they were losing that whole game and he like drove yeah. down last second, scored a touchdown. Kind of an inflated game. And then week two was in New Orleans, Jared Goff at home. Where he scored, I think twenty-two fantasy points, which yeah. isn't like great, but it's not bad. I think it's possible. For- I'm, okay, I'm not going to say Winston's going to be bad this week. I just think yeah. there's better options. Probably. Um, I would start Jameis Winston this week just because of that. Um, Teddy Bridgewater uh, is not somebody you should be starting. They're going to game manage the oh, yeah, entire no, time. Yeah. He's not somebody. I noticed people picked him up with excitement, <laughs> and then this week was the drop week on right. Teddy Bridgewater. So. Um, don't start him. Rojo against Rojo, the, and Peyton Barb. I'll throw him in there. But Ronald Jones has been getting more and more attempts yes. as the week has gone along. He as the weeks have gone along, he has had. I think the first. This is what I realized today. He had the first two weeks, week one and week two. I think that was Ronald Jones got the majority of the 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 workload in week one. Peyton Barber got the majority of the workload in week two. I think that was the test weeks. Those were the, okay, which guy can get it? And then when they figured out Ronald Jones was obviously the better running back. I hope you're right because I they were Ronald like, Jones a lot I do. more than Peyton Barber. <laughs> but here's the problem. New Orleans has been one of the best rush defenses in the NFL yeah. this year. So I would not start Ronald Jones or Peyton Barber in this game if you have them just because – you're only like right now. If you start him, you're only expecting twelve to fourteen fantasy points from him. Mm-hmm. But against a tough matchup, it's even like you're, you're you're just throwing darts at the wall and hoping you know, or throwing crap at the wall and hoping it sticks at that point. <laughs> right. Um, so I would not start Ronald Jones in that game. I don't know if you disagree or, or no. Right. I I agree with that. I'm not starting Ronald Jones. And then Alvin Kamara must start. Yeah. Um, if you haven't dropped Latavius Murray yet, you're wasting your life away. Uh, Michael Thomas. 
I obvious start and he's then actually uh, been pretty solid while um Drew Brees has been out. So yeah, far. he's not. He's been doing. He the hasn't exact like same thing. Dropped out. Yeah. Um, and then Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Mm. Okay, so I really have no idea what's going to happen this week. We've seen it all. We've seen good games from both. We've seen them swap off with great performances. He had twenty. Yeah. Uh, I think it was it was Chris Godwin had twenty three points. Then Mike Evans had thirty six. And the following week after that, Chris Godwin gets thirty five. Do we see this continuing? Because it wasn't even a swap. Mike <laughs> Evans had a good game too. He had fifteen fantasy points. I think. I mean, at this point, you got to start both of them, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You one hundred percent. Um, I don't know. I. You don't I have really to choose know. which one's gonna like be good. I think chances both are you be probably good. don't yeah. have both on your fantasy team anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if you drafted, they're <laughs> both starting. My goodness, I'm sorry. That actually, go pick up the way it's been going. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I would, yeah. If okay, choose one. You have, you have, you have both, and you can only, you can only start one. It's still probably Mike Evans at this point. Okay. Um, OJ Howard is a drop, and uh, Jared Cook don't even is know. a drop. Yep, yep. Is a is a, is, is a drop. Uh, Vikings at Giants. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I don't oh, even want to. I don't even want to talk about Kirk Cousins. Man, so, what a trash can he is. <sighs> Wow. You just went straight for the garbage. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. He's, I had faith in him this year, too. Good. I had some faith. Daniel Jones against Minnesota is no. a sit. Yeah, don't. don't do Star Delvin Cook, obviously. Yep. Uh, Gallman is a start. Is he a start this week against I'll Minnesota? I'll talk about that later. All right. Um, <laughs> Sterling Shepard again. I think every piece of this Giants offense is not startable against Minnesota this week. Okay. I would I would say that. The it's only Golden thing Tate, I would mention back. Golden Tate has coming yep. back and uh he was decent when he was with the, he was good when he was with the Detroit. So with him coming back and being the number one option in that offense, we'll see if he begins to uh impress and uh, a lot of people he, he might still be on your waiver wire so go get yeah. that. Um and then uh, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs. This is a good matchup for both of them. Which guy are you starting? Neither. They're both from a bench at this point. But if I have to, it's Thielen has like a 12 points if, a week. If I have to, it's, yeah, it's Thielen. It's, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm probably starting Thielen. Start, start Thielen but this week. Um, I really am not too confident in Thielen. Yeah, I... See, part of me is like, let's just throw... Like I guess I this crack. might be a week against the Giants, though, where Cousins has three touchdowns in the year, bro. Yeah, but this also could be this a week. This might be that, a fourth. This might, this might be a week where Dalvin Cook gets fed the ball. Oh, it will be. Scores five touchdowns, it will be. and then we call it Dalvin, a night. Dalvin Cook is going to get, and like, Adam three Thielen or four. gets three catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> and that's a good fantasy game for him. Yeah, and Stephen Diggs should sit on your bench. Uh, Bears at Raiders, 1 o'clock. 40 point over under this should wow. be interesting it might be the under you know what's, you it know might what's, be the under you know what's funny is that this is not even the lowest over under of the week are you serious yeah this is not the lowest over under what's lower than this uh um, have we not gotten to the game yet i believe it's jets and uh not jets and bills it's bills and titans oh i might i mean <laughs> this might be worse than that game when it comes to scoring honestly <laughs> Yeah, I was uh I was like why why attack the the Raiders and then I was like, yeah, no. So Chase Daniels is going to start. Obviously, must for the start Chicago Bears. Wise, of course. Um 
Would you stream Chase? No, I'm kidding. Please don't do that. (laughs) I just wanted to clarify for the people who take things literally. Um, Derek Carr against Chicago as a sit. Josh Jacobs against Chicago as a sit. Tyrell Williams against Chicago as a sit. The only guy I would start possibly is my man's. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Um, And even him, are you confident in him this week? Yeah, Chicago. I'm not fully confident, but I actually think he. I agree with you. I think he'll be probably be the best. The uh, chances are Oakland's probably going to be playing from behind in this right, game. Right, exactly. Yep. And uh, you're going to see Darren Waller. He's the dump off when when th- everything else doesn't work. They throw it to Waller, which happens a lot. Yes. So, <laughs> um, and then as far as as far as the Bears, the are battle concerned, of the rookie running backs between here we Josh go. Jacobs. And Who's Dave really Hunter. better? And that doesn't even mean anything because Jacobs yeah. is going to have a terrible game. Uh, David Montgomery has had 58 opportunities and 200 yards. Um, he's just under about... Uh, I got to do the calculation, but I think, it's he's not just, I think he's just under four yards per carry. This is going to be the week, I think, for Montgomery. For, for as a like, Montgomery owner as a yes, fantasy analyst? As both. For, well, no, no, no. 3.4 yards a carry. No, for both. Because he's like for if, both. He doesn't have a, if he doesn't have a good week this week, you're done yeah, with yeah, him, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I'm not dropping him, but... Right, but you're like, he's going to be see, on bench see, permanently. I wasn't starting Montgomery. The only I week, know you weren't, but like... The only week... I, I wouldn't either, but I, I was forced to I've because advised, of injuries. I've but, advised our community no, I agree. to not start Montgomery you, and you every single have. week. This week, do you against Oakland? Yes. Okay. You know what? No. Oh. Because if I say the opposite of what's going to happen, Montgomery will do oh, it. Oh, so you're okay. So I'm just going to do psychological. Yeah, I think I think Montgomery this could be a week where Montgomery has a good week. Yes. I think um, Montgomery should have a good week this But week. he has just been it's the it's the basic boring stupid it, it butt really play calling terrible. of Matt Nagy yeah. offensively. And you know what's terrible? Matt Nagy cuz he's supposed to be an offensive minded you know coach, right? You know what's funny though? He does these unique things with the offense all the time and does like fancy plays and yeah. stuff. But anytime Montgomery's out there, he never does it. Like it's always for Tariq Cohen for all of their like motion. I stuff think, and, I think too, like which kind of makes sense, but still David Montgomery snap share has been increasing week by week. It has. And what, what will allow people to not know what's going to happen is not putting the guy out there when you're going to use him to run up the middle. Yeah. Because every time they put him out there, it's like, okay, we're going to run it with you, David up the Montgomery. Middle for two yards. Right up the middle up for the two, middle yards, for two right. yards, right? And it's like every time they do that, it just it's it's so predictable. Yeah. So it's it really like is. it's like it's like watching the Ravens on offense. You know what I mean? Every time they put Mark Andrews in the game, it's going to be a pass play. And every <laughs> yeah. time Mark Andrews is not on the field, the it's going to be a run play. So it's like it's the same thing with David Montgomery. David Montgomery's on the field. It's gonna be it's gonna be a run play. David Montgomery is not on the field. To uh, a guy like Tariq Cohen or Mike Davis is in the backfield. That's what's going to happen. So, uh, I, I, I he makes me nervous to start this week. But against Oakland, it's as good a matchup as it's going to get. Yeah. I'd take the risk and I'd go for it. And then if he doesn't do it for you, you're done. You wait. Just wait until All they right. get more creative. I, agree. I guess. Um, and then for as far as the wide receivers are concerned, I I don't. As a flex option, I'd probably start Allen Robinson. I would not start Taylor Gabriel. I know yeah. it's tempting after you know. He was one, literally one week. Yeah, the one week where he went off. Uh, I would, I would start Allen Robinson this week just because he's against Oakland, and that's about yep. it. But that would be a low end flex option. And then Trey Burton against Oakland. Are you in or out? Oh, I'm out, dude. Not, not until he proves that he's. Yeah, a starter block. The other thing you have to keep in mind is Chase Daniel is the starting quarterback. Yes. You also have to remember that. Who actually played? Okay. 
Um, let's move on to our final. There's only two 4 o'clock games this week, but our final 1 o'clock game, Jets at Eagles, 44-point over-under. Wow. You just Jets. made a fart sound. Yeah. Why? The Jets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell makes his return from the bye week. Um, so we'll see how he kind of he kind of works out. Right now, we don't know if Sam Darnold's going to be active for Luke Sunday. Folk. So it's probably going to be Luke Folk. The only guy on this offense, if it is Luke Folk, is is Le'Veon Bell. That yeah, I would you go know, with. Le'Veon Bell's going to touch the ball twenty five times. Le'Veon Bell against the Eagles yeah. is not going to be fun. Yeah, but still, he gets he, so many. He'll get. He'll get. He might he'll, get. He might get ten catches, which just equals right. five in fantasy half points. PBR or yeah. PBR league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still a start because he will get those in catches. standard leagues. He, you might need to drop him. I mean, bench him. Wow. Ben- Someone save that clip. Uh, I didn't mean to say drop Le'Veon Bill. <laughs> Don't do Oh, that. you just said it again. Oh, boy. <laughs> I made it a clip. Now somebody can pull it and just... It's just like a, uh, you a told me 20 second drop video. Le'Veon Bill. Have you, oh, there it is again. You <laughs> just saying it. Uh, yes. Uh, I would... If you're in a standard league, I might consider sitting Le'Veon Bell this week. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a crazy thought because he is a top five running back, but like... I'd still probably start him just because yeah, you have Le'Veon like Bell on your team. You have to start him, but I would be so nervous. Yeah. Don't expect a big week. No. Um, and then as far as, you know, the other side of it, Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. Um, Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder are benches this week. If Sam Darnold plays. If Sam Darnold play, I would start Jamison Crowder. Yeah, I agree. It, no, I wouldn't start. Well, if, no, if against, against Philadelphia's poorest secondary. I would. I would start Jamison Crowder, yes. Um, and then Chris Herndon will make his return this week. As far as the other side, Zach Ertz is a must-start, so we'll get tight ends out of the way. Um, Deshaun Jackson will probably not play this week. I think we talked about that earlier, yeah. that he's probably going to be out. Um, Elshon Jeffrey is is a must-start yeah, against New York. And then uh, as a as a low, low-end flex option, if you got no nobody else really on your team, Nelson Aguilar is, it's, it would, is a Deshaun Jackson. Uh, with Sean Jackson out, he's probably a good start. Yeah, he's probably safe to start. So, um, not a lot. There's actually not a lot of fantasy options no. in this game, especially if Darnold doesn't play. Yeah, uh, let's move on to everyone on the Jets. Pretty much the last four games: Broncos at Chargers, forty-four points over under. Um, Joe Flacco sit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's actually not been bad though. One thousand yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions. He's yeah. not been a- atrocious. Yeah, <laughs> he's not been. He's honestly been okay. He's like, on he's pace not... for 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Joe, right. Joe Flacco, game-managing <laughs> quarterback. Um, Phillip Rivers against Denver. What do you want to do with that? I actually don't I don't hate it. Gardner Minshew had a good week last week against Denver. Denver's defense has not been great this year, and Bradley Chubb Brew. also tore his ACL and Brew. is out for the season. Wow. Philip Rivers is not a bad bad option. So Philip Rivers, I'm just trying to figure out where the um, where they land. Where they Denver land. Den- oh. uh, fantasy points given up to quarterbacks per game. So Denver has given up the 29th most fantasy points, which is it's so backwards. It's yeah. confusing. It's but third worst, right? Yeah, the th- it's third worst for quarterback matchups. So, uh, Philip Rivers, I would say, good to me, I would say Rivers, <laughs> yeah, uh, I would say Philip Rivers is a, is a sit this week just because oh. of the bad matchup. Um, oh, it's a bad, see, you confused me. Yeah. You just by saying that confused me. I thought you were trying to say he's a good matchup. The 29th most 
fantasy points means but, that he so, didn't that they don't give up a lot of fantasy points. Once again, I want to pull up the Denver. And Broncos also schedules. the over under forty four points is kind of low. Yeah, that that is true. And the fact that the Chargers will probably destroy the Broncos too. Yep. Um, meaning they probably won't throw a lot in the fourth quarter. Yep. But the Broncos, so there's a reason why that stat is that stat, I think. In week one, they played against Mitch Trubisky. Bro, their, their defense no, sorry, is good. They, they played like Derek, you're acting like Denver's defense they is played, They played Derek Carr, Mitch Trubisky, Aaron Rodgers, and Gardner Minshew. And so they gave up like 25 Their defense has been worse. It's been worse, and they just lost their best defensive player. I don't he know. He just tore his ACL this week. Yeah, but they... Who's their best defensive player? Bradley Chubb. You can... Okay, Vaughn Miller probably, but... but <laughs> I, I was going to say, but their corner... Their, their secondary is still good. It's okay. It's solid. <sighs> and they're also on the road. They play a lot better at home than they do on the road. All right, well... I'm sorry. I don't like I don't like Philip Rivers this week, so... I... Okay. Um... The running backs, Philip Lindsay or Royce Freeman, uh, your guess is as good as mine. Um, it, it literally is the snap share is split right yeah, down the middle. So it really just depends on what week like. Probably not starting either still. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe Lindsay in a flex, but probably not. See, I think if you're okay with starting Lindsay, you should be okay with starting Freeman. Well, I was just going to say Freeman maybe too in a flex, but. I said maybe, like I'm not. Yeah, like, but that's my thing is like, like it's not Philip Lindsay or Royce Freeman. It's it's literally. Yeah, but Lindsay, you're gonna does, get ten points from Lindsay, and you're gonna get ten points from Freeman. That's yeah. what it's gonna be. If one gets hurt, the other one gets twenty fantasy points. But that's not gonna happen. So I I, I sit them on the bench because you just don't know what you're gonna get. But yeah, I agree with that. Freeman has been touching the ball more overall, just through the air, because he's the better pass catcher than Philip Lindsay. So. Eh, people would argue the Lindsay's. He didn't. He didn't catch any passes last year, and this year he's he looked okay in the passing game. But Freeman has gotten more work. So, I, I mean, it just depends. To me, I think the upside for either one of these guys just depends on red zone touches. That's and the other person getting hurt. Yeah. Um, if like if Royce Freeman's used in the red zone a lot this weekend, then I would think that Royce Freeman ends up being the guy to score the touchdown and get in. But it's just a, it's a it's questionable, and they never get in the right area anyway. So yeah. Um, and then for Melvin Gordon or Austin Eckler, I think Melvin Gordon. I think first game both are okay starts, but <laughs> yeah. Melvin is a concern. Like if you have your rankings, Austin Eckler is like twenty, and Melvin Gordon's like twenty-one. Okay, and like it just because Melvin's going to split snaps, he's going to be eased back into the workload, and and because he's going to be eased back in, and they're going to be taking work from Austin Eckler, right? Yeah, it's basically going to be a. No good situation all around for both. As a Melvin Gordon owner, I agree with you. I'm probably going to start Melvin Gordon in one of my leagues. I'm starting Melvin Gordon this week. Still. I, I think if you, if you have Melvin Gordon, yeah, you probably have to start him. I don't care if he's going to split. Against Denver? Yeah. Okay. Um, And then as far as the wide receivers are concerned, I would start Keenan Allen this week, obviously. <sighs> yeah, derp. Um. And uh, and then as far as the other side, Emmanuel Sandals, uh, Sandals, Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders. I just mixed his name together. In Emmanuel yeah. Sanders. Um, Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton. Um, Sutton has it was one of the waiver wire pickups for us of the week. 
Yeah. Um, he has 22 receptions, 309 yards, two touchdowns. Emmanuel Sanders, 23 receptions, 298 yards, and two freaking touchdowns. <sighs> wow, that's... So uh, I would say that against Los Angeles, both of these guys would be sits for me. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, both of these Those guys, guys are both matchup dependent. Um, let's move on to our next matchup. Packers at Cowboys. The over-under goes up 47 point over-under. Um, America's game of the week. Yeah, we'll talk about Rodgers later. Okay. Um, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, is he a start this week against Green Bay? Green Bay has uh, had a great pass defense and a terrible rush defense. I think there's better options than Dak this week. Um, I think he'll be okay at home. Um, he'll get you like 15 to 20 points, but mm-hmm. that'll probably be so all he does. In a game that I would think is going to be relatively close. Yes. Um, Zeke's going to eat. Oh yeah, Zeke's Zeke. This is the Zeke week. This is yeah. This is the Zeke. This is the this is the Zeke week. I like that. Uh, I think he scores like around thirty points. <laughs> that Green Bay Packers rush it, defense is so possible. bad. Um, and like like against Miami, I think the numbers are getting fudged on Miami. Like people were like freaking out because of how bad Miami is. But the problem is, you go up by twenty one to twenty eight points in the first half against Miami, and then nothing else like backups start going in and it's like it's like all it's not it doesn't end up being as good a situation for fantasy as you thought like zeke scored 14 fantasy points against miami it's because they put pollard Pollard, yeah but last game pollard didn't even touch the field against uh i think it was so yeah zeke is a start this week aaron jones on the other side of it against dallas you still have to start. It's up. a mediocre matchup, but he's a start. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Especially with Jamal Williams. Yeah, if he gets more work, he's a start. Um, Devontae Adams, if he does play, obvious start. If he does not play, Valdez Scantling or Jerron Allison. I'm like picking between. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> he's like uh, I'd probably go with uh, Scantling, but I'm not comfortable yeah. with either of them to be yeah. honest. Even with Adams out, because I don't know what he's going to do. Well, you know, I might go Geronimo Allison because he fits the Devonte Adams role better than Scantling does. But yeah, I, I don't know. It, it really if if Adams <laughs> if doesn't play, the wall. if if you if Adams doesn't play, you could start. If you could start uh, chances, either of them, chances honestly. are you're, you're probably you probably don't have both, and you don't have to make that decision. But yeah, so uh, Jimmy Graham is he a start this week against? Uh, the Cowboys or no? No. Okay. I think Graham could be a matchup dependent. Okay, start some weeks, but not against Dallas. Uh, Amari Cooper, I think is 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 he's going to be a tough matchup, but he's an obvious start. Yep. Um, don't start Randall Cobb or Michael Gallup if you have either one of them. Michael Gallup has returned to practice, I believe, so he should be a guy that is going to be back. Not that you want to play him. <laughs> right. Yeah. With Randall Cobb him. back. Um, and then Jason Witten against the Packers D is is a sit too. So yeah. I think any receiving options for um for the uh, Cowboys is probably going to be a sit. Um, let's move on to the Colts and the Chiefs. This is the highest over under of the week, fifty six and a half. <laughs> wow, this is ridiculous. So Jacoby Brissett, I think, is a must start. Agreed. If you have him, he's a must start. He has 911 yards, 10 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's going to be playing from behind. Yep. Jacoby Brissett's going to give you a good week. Teams, quarterbacks that have faced the Chiefs this year have succeeded. And then don't start Mahomes, obviously. But duh, who would do that? <laughs> who would start Mahomes? Uh, yeah, Mahomes is yet to throw an interception this year. That's so ridiculous. Frick me. Um, Marlon Mack, 
or LaShawn McCoy slash Damian Williams slash Daryl Williams slash Wow, Darwin that's Thompson. totally fun. Um, I wouldn't start any. If, if all of them week. play, or if three of them play, I'm not starting any. <laughs> I'm not starting. McCoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not starting Damian Williams. I'm not um, starting. Well, yeah, especially the way Daryl Williams has been playing, I think he's going to carve himself out a role in that offense yeah, yeah. and they're I, gonna use I, all three guys they're gonna use I all think. three guys i don't i don't like any of them anymore um if one of them's out yeah i i if 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 damian williams does not play this week daryl williams is probably a must go in your your flex um but outside what about of that, receivers too on the chiefs do you uh, even are you comfortable with starting any of them right now i think you have to start Watkins. he's getting the target Wat- share. Watkins, i think you do start but the last like other than week one where he blew up, mm-hmm. he has been so, so... He's been generic. I mean, borderline bad. For a wide receiver in fantasy football, you want to hear the half PPR numbers? What? 42 points in week one. Yep. Then seven, eight, and four. Yeah, he hasn't been good. I mean, here's the thing that I've always talked about with the with the Chiefs offense. I'm not, I don't like Demarcus Robinson, and I don't start him, but if you have Watkins or Hardman... They're in the Chiefs' offense, and you have Patrick. You still, I think you still you start. Watkins. You still start Watkins, and I think you start Hardman if you need like a a blow up performance against a difficult team. You know what I yeah. mean? Because if you're going to lose anyway, you might as well throw Hardman in there and hope he gets like 25 points. You know what I mean? Right. Um, we didn't discuss Marlon Mack. A Marlon Mack against KC. He's had a very down year, but he's not involved very much in the passing game. Kansas City's rush defense has been better. He hasn't had a really good year, and they're going to be passing the ball a lot in this game. I don't like Marlon Mack in this game, but I think you kind of have to start him. I would start him, too, because the Chiefs have struggled against the run hard this year. Yeah. Um, I think the Colts are going to try to run it, at least in the beginning of the game. That's when Marlon Mack can get his points. Yep. Um, Ebron can suck it. There's not going to be... He's not going to get 20 fantasy points no though but i think you'll have a decent enough week where you should start him travis kelsey must start eric ebron don't start ty hilton um against the if chiefs defense if he plays he's a go if he yeah. doesn't obviously don't start him but uh paris campbell do you think paris campbell is a guy that you could uh, look to i mean if ty hilton's out maybe is out i think it'll be a high scoring game so he could be like a low end option. Yeah, low end flex. If T. Y. Hilton is in, I'm yeah. probably not doing that though. <laughs> yeah. Uh in the final game of the week, Browns at 49ers. Another Monday night Browns game. Uh forty six and a half point over under. Um, this should actually be a pretty good game. it should be a good game. Hopefully Baker doesn't look like complete garbage anymore. <laughs> um he's thrown eleven hundred yards and he's like on pace for like forty seven hundred yards passing, but he's he's also on pace for only like 18 touchdowns and like freaking 20 interceptions. Yeah. Okay, get a Baker. Um, I think at some point Baker is going to be normal and he'll get back to what he did last year. And I think at some point this offense is going to start functioning. We've seen pieces of it work. Yeah. We've seen Odell We've seen moments rip too. off an 80 yard touchdown We've seen run. Nick Chubb We've run. seen Baker make some pretty lit passes. And we've seen Nick Chubb have a, like a 30 40 fantasy point game. He had an 86 yard run. So too. it's like, it's like you see pieces of this offense working. Last week they had like 40, 40 points all together in the right. game, I believe. So I think Cleveland's coming back slowly. But the play calling needs to get better, and Baker needs to play better. And the offensive line needs to play better. Um, if you haven't dropped Baker already, you probably should do that at this point. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, is he a start against the Browns? Uh, no, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Um, as far as running back, Nick Chubb must start. Coleman comes back in this game. Ew. Ew. 
Tevin and Matt Breida, unfortunately for Breida, I, I don't know if he was hurt, but Breida has not been great so far this year. He's shown signs yeah. of being really good and then signs of being really bad. He is clearly at this point to me when I, when I watch the games, Raheem Mostart looks like the two for some strange really, reason. And I'm thinking Matt Breida might be the third running back. So with Coleman, I don't know. With Coleman Breida, coming Breida's back. Breida's had some really good runs. Before Coleman got hurt. I don't, I don't know you if know, I agree. I'm just saying. I'm saying what I'm seeing. Not that. Not that I think Breida sucks. Just that I think he look. He the, the amount of opportunity he's getting in the 49ers offense. It looks like he's oh. the third guy. Yeah, that, but anyway, I mean that could be true. But Tevin Coleman coming back in that offense. He was already the number one running back in the system. Yeah. I think they're going to utilize Breida and Raheem Mostar in some kind of fashion in this context. But when you go back to game one before Tevin Coleman got hurt. Matt Breida did not see the field until after Coleman got hurt. So for me, Coleman coming back, he's definitely a – I don't think he's a start this week. You have to see how he kind of works out. Yeah, Coleman out. coming back just ruined the whole backfield fantasy-wise. Uh, I don't think it ruined the fantasy. I, I think the, the the one fantasy-relevant guy back there is Tevin Coleman. In the offense, when, when, any, he's any getting, of when he's getting I'm like two – I'm not starting any of when he's, I'm not starting anyone either. I'm just saying. Pick up Tevin Coleman now before <laughs> we'll see. He, has a, he has a good game. Like, Tevin Coleman was always that 12 to 14 point guy when he was with Atlanta. And inside the, what's it? What's the uh, what, what's his name? Kyle um, Shanahan offense. Kyle Shanahan offense. Running backs always succeed. And if he's getting two-thirds of the snap, uh, two-thirds of the is snaps. Is he going to get two-thirds? I think he is. Okay. I think he will because I don't think they want, I think they brought Coleman in for a reason. And I think that because they're splitting snaps between Breida and Mostert. Did they think Mostert would be this good? I don't know if I'd say this good, but like, but even Jeff Wilson was getting like the goal line carries. So for me, I think Coleman's going to get a lot of the work and he's going to get the goal line work. So it's like, he will get the goal line work. I just don't know how much I just have seen this offense. And I've seen how well they run. No, the I agree. Football. They do run the football. And if well, Coleman does take, but I think they're going to want to use all three second, guys. First and second down. I don't think they're going to, I don't think, I mean, they'll use two. I don't think they're going to use all three. I don't think they look at Coleman and say, oh, he's trash. Like, I think they utilize no. Mostart and Breida as much as they did just because they were like, okay, we don't have a running back. We got to panic. But those guys were very, very good. Okay, you were very against Coleman, and I don't understand it. <laughs> it's a gross it's not, it's not It's even, a gross name, but I think in that offense. It's not even that. It's just Coleman they have three running backs I think they, back. that they think can play. I, I mean, we'll see how we'll see this week. We'll see this week. I know how they wanted to utilize Coleman, and they're probably. I know how they wanted to. In the before the season started, yes. I don't know. I think Coleman's going to take a lot of that work. Uh, Marquis Goodwin, Damian, Damian Williams, uh, Debo Samuel, Dante Pettis, all not starts. George Kittle is a start, and then uh, as far as the other side of the football, you have Odell Beckham. He has had a difficult start to the season, and people probably would be panicking more if he didn't have that 80-something yard oh, yeah. touchdown time. catch. Are you concerned about Odell? A little bit. A little bit. I don't think he's going to be a top five I'm, I'm, receiver. I'm but. sounding the sirens. <laughs> no. He'll be good. Is he a top five wide receiver? Because he's still being <laughs> ranked like that. I don't, I don't think he's top. Okay, so He'll be top ten, but not top five. 
it's tough because the passing offense has been so bad. But if you have a guy like Odell and a talent like Odell, he's going to have games when you go where back he to, rips off like an 80 yard <clears throat> touchdown again. Right. Like right. That's not just a fluke. Like that happens with Odell. So he's, it's kind of like the juju effect a little bit. He's unfortunately been trapped in offenses that don't target him 160 times, like Julio and all those guys. Yeah. But over the course of the first four games last year, he had 22, 9, 19, and 14. And it wasn't until later, and that's in full PPR. Uh, it wasn't until like after week five. At week five, he had 32 uh, full PPR fantasy points against Carolina last year. But it wasn't until after that point that he started to actually produce as a number one fantasy option. Yeah. So I think it's just going to take time for Odell in that offense. And I thought it might. The, the problem with the Browns has been the fact that they didn't play any of their starting like unit together in the preseason. They played Baker a lot with the backups. Yeah, they were trying to keep everyone healthy, but because of that. Yeah. So not everybody's on the same page. I would like, think I would think at this point Odell is obviously a start, but keep an eye on it. If he continues to struggle, the cell window closes very slowly on him. So yeah. it's like the name is big right now. And it's like he's easy to sell now. But if he has three or four bad games in the next couple weeks, Odell's window is going to get – he has a tough schedule. It's just it's going to get smaller. So we got to see Odell yeah. be Odell. But uh, I think that's all we got for this matchup. Let's move into our starts and sits really quickly because we have no time left in the show. Um, <laughs> Do you want to just quickly go over them? Yes. Uh, so I'll just go over – I'll go over my quarterbacks really fast. Jameis Winston against New Orleans. I told you before, I think he's a start this week because New Orleans has had – They've given up, even with that Dak Prescott terrible performance, they've given up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And I think that the way Jameis Winston has been playing, the weapons that he has around him and everything comes together for him. So I think ultimately Jameis now, Winston will have a Are you saying this because he's on your fantasy team? No, I'm not saying this. <laughs> I'm saying this because I think I might start him. No, I'm, I'm going to... St- I think he's a start this week just because New Orleans is not as good defensively as people think they are. Oh, I people, so people, with that. People are like, oh, my God. That's, that's I'm not going to start anyone against the New Orleans Saints pass defense. And it's like, no, let's, let's relax that's on. A, that's a, Dak, I look at fantasy and Dak I, Prescott, I not a good defense. Dak, Dak Prescott. What did you say? Nothing. Dak, I roasted you. I said Dak Prescott in the Cowboys offense is always extremely inconsistent. So we can't no, look true. at that game and say, oh, this is what's going to happen. Like, I just think that Jameis Winston, not not that he's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, but I think Bruce Arians runs a better offensive system than the Cowboys have. Okay. So I would say Jameis Winston is a start. And then my sit of the week is a little bit, uh, it's, a, it's a shocker. Don't start Aaron Rodgers against Dallas. Oh. He's in Dallas against a very difficult Dallas defense. He might be back, but then he also might give, don't forget those 13-point weeks, people. Don't forget them. Yeah. If he's, it, he's matchup dependent. If he becomes mat, like this is the game where we're going to find out if he's matchup dependent. I think he is. So, and if he is, then I would sit Aaron Rodgers. If you have a better option, sit Aaron Rodgers. But if you don't, then you're forced to start him. Okay. My start of the week is Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Brissett against the Chiefs. I think we talked about it a little bit earlier. Is a very good play. Uh, the Chiefs struggle against defenses. Or against quarterbacks this season, right? Um, the Colts are going to be losing a lot in that game, so Jacoby Brissett is going to be forced to throw the ball a lot and keep pace with that Chiefs offense. 
yeah. he's played very good this year. He's the ninth-ranked fantasy quarterback so far through four yeah. games. So, Jacoby Brissett, I think he's a good start. Um, and then for Sit, it's our classic week of stardom, sit him, Jared Goff. He's on the road this week. Set him. Set him down. Against Seattle in a Thursday night game. Just pencil him in. Don't like that. Uh, you you want to know Goff's <laughs> numbers this year? Yeah. So we've had him as a start and sit every week home in the road, right? Yep, yeah, we yep. have him on, usually as a sit. Mm-hmm. He On the road this year, he had 10 points and 16 points. Wow. And then at home, he had 20 and 23. <laughs> Sounds about... So right. at home, he's a solid option on the road. There's a reason a good behind that, too. There is. And it's because when there's crowd noise, he can't, he can't hear, hear Sean McVay's pre-snap reads. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, so I'm not starting Jared Goff this week. Yeah. Um, my start of the week at running back is Miles Sanders against the Jets. I'm, not, I'm saying not to do Jordan Howard because that's the easy option right there. Okay. I'll take this little sleeper pick. Of Miles Sanders, the week before his breakout game, when he fun, when he fumbled twice, he had 17 touches in that game. If he gets 15 to 17 touches in this game, he's efficient and talented enough against uh, uh, behind a good offensive line and uh, in a good matchup that he will produce 12 to 15 fantasy points. So I think he's a safe play this week. It sounds crazy because a lot of people are even considering dropping him, but uh, this might be a good game for Miles Sanders. Now I probably will get that wrong, but. It's worth a shot in the dark. Um, and then my sit is Josh Jacobs against Chicago. Chicago has one. had the second best rush defense in the NFL behind uh, New England, Philadelphia, right? Philadelphia. Oh, Eagles. is it Philly? Yeah. New England has. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Josh Jacobs, this is the week where you got to sit him. He's been good against good matchups, bad against bad matchups. He's got a, he's, uh, he's not matchup dependent at this point. He might be next year. He might be the year after. But in his rookie season, He's definitely hitting a wall against good defenses, and uh, Oakland's probably going to be passing a lot in this game anyway. So I would sit Josh Jacobs. Okay. For my start, a lot of people – it seems like an obvious one, but a lot of people have given up on him. Um, he's been dropped in two of my leagues that I'm in yeah. right now. It's Joe Mixon. Mixon. Um, Joe Mixon has not had a good year. I understand that. Um, with the John Ross injury, though, I feel like at home – this could be a week where Joe Mixon finally has a very good week. He's up against the Cardinals, who struggle greatly against the run. Um, and this is a game where, honestly, the Bengals could win. Yeah. I don't think they will because <laughs> the Bengals. But it's the first time this year I've looked at it and said they have an actual chance of winning. And if that's the case, they'll use Joe Mixon even more because they'll have you know control of the game, hopefully. Right. Um, so I actually like Mixon the last two weeks. He's been getting better too. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two weeks he was atrocious, but the last two weeks he's been okay. I think this is a good matchup for him at home and he's worth the play for me. The sit Wayne Gollum, Gollman, Gollman, Gollum, Gooberman. He says Gollum. It's Gollum. like gall man, gall man, <laughs> the boogeyman. The I don't great, care. Whatever it is. I'm not starting him this week. I know he had a great week last That's an week. Easy one, bro. Is it? Is it? Because he had a very good week last week, and a lot of people are still drinking the juice right now. Um, half PPR, dude. He had twenty-five <clears throat> fantasy points. Yeah, last week. One more. And you said. And you said. Week. You said. Don't even start him. Don't start last him this week. week. I didn't want to start him last week because we didn't know what he was going to be. I I said to start him. Just saying. And <laughs> after saying to start him last week, I'm telling you to sit him this week against Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota has a good rush defense. Yeah. Um, he had a touchdown in the air last year too. I mean, last week. I don't know if that's gonna happen. 
I just think yep. this week it's going to be a little bit of a reality check. Yep. Um, I started the week at wide receiver. Marquise Brown against Pittsburgh. Marquise Brown has not been good the last couple of weeks, but I think he's a, he's worth at least a flex option. Okay. Um, and the reason why I say this is because Pittsburgh has given up a poop ton of fantasy points to wide receivers. So start Marquise Brown. Uh, and then my sit of the week is DJ Chark. DJ Chark has been a guy that you wanted to start in your lineup on a week-to-week basis. But against Carolina, it's a tough matchup. I don't think they're going to have a great time throwing the football. The low, the over/under is pretty low for this game, so I would say sit, sit DJ Chark. Okay, for me, um, I'm starting Julian Edelman this week as my start of the week. Um, Why not Josh Gordon, bro? <laughs> nah, dude, his numbers hasn't been um, fantastic this year, and people will look at last week and see that half PPR he got five fantasy points and be like, "Oh, well, <laughs> he burned me last week." Mm. Well, he played a half of football. Um, and he was very, or was that, was that in week three where he got hurt? I don't know. I don't remember, but continue. Well, either way, one of these weeks he played a half of football. I think it was week three, actually, now I'm thinking yeah. about it. But even so, he would have been on pace for like a 25-point week. Yeah. Um, he's got a good matchup this week against Washington. I think mm-hmm. the Patriots' offense as a whole bounces back after a rough week against Buffalo, and I think Julian Edelman will be the guy leading the way for the Patriots' offense fantasy-wise. My sit is Tyrell Williams against Chicago. I do think I agree with you that they probably will throw the ball a lot. Doesn't, but it's going to be the Waller. Doesn't, it's probably going to be the Waller, and it doesn't mean it'll be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a game where I could see the Raiders getting like single-digit points. Yep. Um, I think, I mean, there's a chance Tyrell Williams could get a decent amount of catches and targets, but I highly doubt he gets a touchdown this week. Yep. Um, this is a week where he's got a very low ceiling. Uh, I just wouldn't start Tyrell Williams. I think there's better options. And I know he's had a good year, but very, very tough matchup. Sounds good. Uh, our start of the week, joint start of the week yes, we have for a joint. tight end is Greg Olson. Once again, a joint Greg Olson take. Yep. Yeah, joint Greg Olson take. it worked take. last week. Jacksonville has been uh, pretty porous against tight ends, yep. so just start him. Uh, and then my set of the week at tight end is Austin Hooper against Houston. Houston has given up not, a, not many fantasy points to the tight end position this Ooh, okay. year. Okay. Right. So um, I would not start Austin Hooper this week. Um, I think there's going to be other options in H- in the Houston game for for Atlanta, and I don't think that Hooper will. If Hooper has these big games and they makes you sweaty, and then he has these bad games and makes you go, "Why did I start him?" And this is the week where you say, "Why did I start him?" So don't start him. <laughs> don't even be that. Just sit, Austin Hooper. I don't know why, but Gerald Everett last week was a play for who. So the guy I faced in fantasy, and then oh. he's and then he scored thirteen fantasy points. Dang! Don't start Gerald Everett this week. Oh well, or simple. every week. That'll do it for our starts and sits segment for week five. We are already past week five. Did you just say week five? That's crazy. Yikes! Um, don't forget to check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Do all that good yes. stuff. See you on Tuesday, Fantasy Champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.